Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040. Are we ready? We're in. Another episode nope. of the Donut Shop Podcast. I'm going to get my water on, on our first break. Okay. But another episode on the Donut Shop Podcast, and I'm not going to forget that we're broadcasting live. Well, not really live. Recording live. There you go. We're <laughs> recording live broadcasting. It's like we're on our radio. We're recording live. On location. No, we're recording on location. Yeah. At the Fed's Apparel Headquarters. And I have the chief of Feds and Barrel <laughs> sitting in front of me. A boss. So uh, if you guys don't know, if you didn't watch the last episode with Garrett Wing, um, we are now located uh, out of our old studio that was located in my garage, <laughs> and uh, mainly for the air conditioning here. So we're located at Feds Apparel. Um, they're a uniform company that uniforms America and... Unif- can you use yeah uh, thank you bro help me out because <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to get the tagline because i want to make it well, quick yeah so the tagline is uh we uniform america oh america is, it, Mark. is, is this sounds yeah, great yeah you got it you got it uh yeah so we uniform 114 federal agencies now uh yeah. for this upcoming fiscal year no the fiscal year that just started nice um and we do everything as far we're we're, we're logistics and manufacturing and tech meet um, anyone could put ink on a shirt, anyone could put thread on a shirt, but it's more so now where you could send 100 shirts to 100 places or 100 shirts to one place, full level of customization, um, building dedicated portals for agencies to go ahead and order the approved uniforms, or there could be more tailored solutions where it's like um, you're an officer, you have a uniform allowance, you go and put in your credentials, and then you do your ordering that way. So. A that's gonna be a long tagline for me to say. Yeah, so yeah. you know, we, we uniform episode. America, and that's pretty much. He's gonna expect you to say that every single time that you uh, that you mention Feds Apparel. There you go. <laughs> Donut Shop Live broadcasting from uh, 114 Federal, uh, but gonna, you guys get it. You get we'll need the Micro Machines guy exactly <laughs> to finish that out. Uh, but I think we should start where you started. So you were a federal law enforcement officer. In some capacity, can't really say the agency because there's some litigation going on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> still or was former. It's just better that we don't oh, mention geez. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, all cleaned yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, you were you were with the feds, started Feds Apparel, and then uh, you kind of got forced into a decision, and which kind of made it easier because you were like, you know what, if you're gonna make me go, then I'm gone. Essentially, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So it was one of those where I could do that or I could do this, but there's no doing both. Um, and so it was a decision that I was like contemplating. And then my, my uh, office manager, he kind of gave me a little bit of an out. Yeah. He said I was onto something. So I was like, you know, let me, that was all I really needed to hear. Yeah. Um, my wife was a little bit more hesitant. Yeah. Uh, mostly I'm the breadwinner, I have all the insurance. Yeah, but for all of us, right. uh, I think the, the the reason it was a little bit easier of, of a decision to make. We didn't have a kid at the time, and I was in my mid twenties, so I was like, if this doesn't work out, if I just implode my life, yeah. uh, I got time to recover. Um, and yeah. so I was like, you know, let, let, uh, let's do it. Yeah. You know, it, it, the the one thing I didn't want to do was, you know, I was still early on in my career. 
were I, I didn't care too much about oh all of the retirement i'm this far away from retirement you know I didn't, yeah. I didn't start doing that math i was like you know what let's do it and then if it doesn't work out i'll just go back you're making good yeah good I, money yeah six I, figures I, yeah six a little, little over six figures um and you know the thing is i was on a path yeah and then i go to and venture into the unknown and um you know looking at the success we have today as a company it looks like it was an easy decision 114. to make. 114 agencies, That's you know. Um, big time, man. Yeah, and, and you know, like what what I like is, it's not so much who we service and on the scale we service. It's also like just looking at the staff that we have and know that all of these staff are able to make a living off of the wages we're able to pay. Yeah. And, you know, that to, to me, that's the cool things. I'm able to, to live comfortably off of the work that I put into a company. Yeah. Um, and, and the hard work. And the, the, the hard work, yeah. You know, none of it was easy. Yeah. Um, you know, at the beginning. So I think I told you the story. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm making six figures. The company at the time is only maybe doing like ten to 12000 a year. Um, so it was, it was, you know, that was... That was a gamble. When you right severed, there. when you severed ties with the federal agency, yeah, your first turnaround is ten. When that last paycheck hit my account, yeah, I was like, I got three months in savings. Yeah, I was like, by month four, this is going to be, this yeah. is going to be, this is going to be off, off to the races. I'll be fine. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, then it became a very financial slippery slope to rock bottom really so you know you started having to do the math where um you know what credit card am i going to pay yeah uh then okay i'll pay all of my wife's bills i won't pay my bills my credit cards start going behind behind my credit my credit starts taking a dive but you know the house needs to be paid uh food needs to be be in the fridge uh and then you know the one thing that that uh every month you're like next month will be the month i make it yeah, it's not really fool's hope, but it's just it's it's just you know your belief in yourself and and, and my own drive. Um, that doesn't happen either. Yeah. So then, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, now now it's you know uh, my problems are keeping me up at night, and then my problems are waking me up by force. Yeah. In case you're wondering, seven thirty is when the bill collectors call. Uh-huh. Uh, so, when does the repo man come? So he comes uh, maybe like seven months. Uh, close to a year of me being out. What time of night to give to our listeners? Uh, so yeah, my yeah. my truck actually gets repossessed in the middle of all this. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm up late. Again, my problems are keeping me up at night financially. I guess I'm just restless all the time. So I didn't even realize I was keeping my wife up, and she knew. So I wasn't hiding things from her, but I don't think she knew how bad things were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hear chains in the middle of the night, and like a, just a clunking sound. So she's like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "I don't know." So I go, I go look outside the window. There's my uh, <laughs> truck on the back of a tow truck oh, getting yeah. taken off. And then immediately I, re- I did the math, and I was like, "Oh man, it's been a few months since I made my car payment." Yeah. Oh, uh, and you know, like that probably was that was rock bottom for me. But a ball has to hit the ground to bounce back up, and that's what that <laughs> moment was for me. So. Um, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, same thing expecting a different result. Yeah. And that's when I kind of started to feel like a failure. Yeah. Because I'm doing, I'm putting my best foot forward every day. Nothing's changing. Uh, I, my credit went to crap. So I can't really get a career back in law enforcement. I'm not going to pass a background. 
My previous career to that was in banking. I can't get a banking job. Um, yeah. And it's not even that I didn't try. I tried, and I went through the interview process, and they told me, yeah, you're, you it's can't get hired. Happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, I went to go work at a men's warehouse. Um, and what were you driving then? Chevrolets? No, no. Okay. So here, <laughs> what, what, ha- what happens is my... You know that that you know. Looking back, that during that time, it I don't was, mean the poop on you. On your yeah, yeah, no, time. no, no worries. <laughs> Kick man, a man yeah. while he's down. <laughs> no, but well, I'm back up now, so you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, uh, but like at the time, that was when I kind of uh, had a newfound appreciation for my circle, being my family, my friends, and things like that, and yeah. especially my wife. Yeah. Uh, my parents got my my car. They caught up my payments. They got it out of the impound lot, and. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just kind of like hitting that reset button. And I was like, I gave up on the company. I was like, now let me just try and work. I, one thing about me, I'll get into any organization. I'll work my way up. Yeah. So I was like, if I get into Men's Warehouse, that's where I start now. Yeah. So uh, Did we on- introduce you, by the way, as Randall? Yeah. Did you? No. No. no? All right, we'll put a little, we'll put yeah. a little thing right yeah. here. This right? is Randall, the owner. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the owners or the owner. The, the owner, yeah. Uh, the owner of yeah. Feds. Um, and uh, that's Randall right there. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, 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 so no so you you knew if you got into Men's Warehouse, you were going to crush gonna, it. I was just going to kill it, man. Yeah. I just And what happens is, um, so the new federal fiscal year, I can't remember what calendar year it was at the time, started, money got appropriated, and eight agencies signed on well and they, they reached out to feds apparel so they we ended up signing on and that at was that time did you have any agencies on board just one so you had just one one agency. Yeah. and do you think it was through word of mouth so like hey man who do you guys go with or was it like did you have a good uh what was your strategy to get new agencies to come on board so at the time i think we were just filling a need so uh this is like mid 2014 2015 there was no way to get a government uniform on the internet, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. Um, and there, there was many reasons. There's contractual reasons. There's security reasons and, and all of that. And so I guess it was just someone needed needed to identify the need and create a solution. I could imagine that th- these companies that have uniformed uh, agencies, pro- probably these agencies, like especially federal, because federal, they don't deal with the uh, the people. Um, like the the like mom and, the pop. mom and pops mm-hmm. and the everyday encounters because they're at a federal level, whereas these local agencies you have to be with the like you you mirror whatever your community is. So if your community is doing stuff, advanced technology, all this stuff, well you better be. You got to have if they're on social media. You got to be on social media. Federal, they're gonna be like ah. so now you have people that are uniforming federal agencies. So they're probably these guys that have been around for years and years. These companies have been established. Where they're like, we don't need social media. This is how it works. Mm-hmm. This is the way it is. So if there's nobody in there, in that in that realm, online, uh, uh, like ba- like you said, if no one's there and you're like, hey, nobody's, none of these companies have an online presence where you can buy uniforms? This is a no-brainer. I just got to figure out how to how to make that available. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it how the entire company started um, was just I, I it clicked when I was there and I was like someone has to have thought about this yeah and 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 then and then clearly it no one did because none of the employees knew where to get their shirts and so um, I'm saying that's just a reflection of the way that government kind of yeah. operates it's like we they don't have to change because yeah. no, you don't have to change yeah you can keep doing the same thing you don't need social media I mean like you if you think about it. Online. 
you have the purchasing manager, say, in D.C., and they go to whatever shop and they yeah. get their shirts. Then you have the purchasing manager for the same agency that wants the same shirt. They would just go to another place in wherever, whatever city they're located yeah. in, and there was no consistency. Yeah. It wasn't until we created the portal and then established the uniform or, or T-shirt. We can't, sometimes, for some agencies, it's a uniform. Some is just branded apparel whatever because of contract language. But yeah. there was no, uh, now imagine you have all of these offices meet in one place for a training or whatever, and they're all wearing 10 different versions of the yeah. same shirt. Yeah. And that was uh, that was the problem we solved. Uh, and once we solved it for um, those handful of agencies, every other agency kind of jumped on. And That's usually how it is. Yeah, it's now we're at 114. And so, you know, the upcoming year, we're continuing to expand how we service the federal agencies. Uh, and now we're opening it up to local uh, entities and allowing them to piggyback off of the purchasing power that we've established for all these federal entities. So... Yeah. Um, County, state, local, yeah. you know, we're, we're servicing them oh, all. Yeah. Federal's huge. So it's a, I mean, I'm sure people know, but federal obviously is an entire nation. You know, and then you have and, state, and all, which uh, is just U.S. territories, state, too. So and U.S. territories. Yeah. So how many people would you say work, are employees? First, how many agencies federally do you know, like off the top? I know there's uh, probably like 500 and change for law enforcement state agencies. I know that because I was mm-hmm. doing some research on a business uh, uh, exploration that I was trying to do or, or going to do, but I know that. Do you know how many federal agencies there are? Uh, Off the top? More or less? In like the 130 range, mm-hmm. but then, you know, there's different sub-agencies, and so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it could be over 300, honestly. And then those, how many employees do they have, do you know? Uh, millions. Jeez. Yeah. So it's a big, it's a big it, market. It, yeah, yeah, and so we're, we're, we're just, we're eating off the crumbs of a very large pie. Yeah, uh, and so uh, if you if you look at like when businesses try and um, sell to an industry, it's either like government, schools, or whatever. So we're selling to an entire segment that typically indus- everyone tries to service. So yeah. um, it's you know it, it it's a massive uh, employee base that they have, and so the thing is is we're servicing all of the employees for each of the agencies. So. You know, for me, it's it's really cool when I go through the airport and um, I see guys in DHS wearing our shirts. Um, DHS is Department of Homeland Security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they break down these acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's government alphabet soup when you walk around yeah. the, the warehouse sure. floor. Um, you know, but it, it's just really cool. And a lot of times they don't even know that they're wearing our shirt. As, but I know it's ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and do you that, give it a smell test when, or do you, like, touch their, their – yeah, like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I, mine, I do warehouse. do that when I shop for shirts. Now I just look for like quirky things, like I'll, I'll feel it or I'll, I'll turn it inside out. I'm like, oh, that's how they, that's how yeah. they, they did that. But um, yeah, that's why like it's really hard for me to pay for clothes now. Some of the, you know, we do a lot of stuff for the federal government. But the the cool thing is, is this the Feds Apparel has been able to create a, a lot of infrastructure for us to service other other things. We do have a public-facing company only for the printing side of the business, which is Volume Shirts, and we print it for a lot of the uh, big brands, uh, professional sports teams and, and leagues. So it's like when I get a shirt for, say, that I see is like a $3 shirt, we just throw a design on it, and then they go and sell it at retail for 70 Now when I'm out at the store, I'm like, I'm not paying that for that. I know that's <laughs> right. a $4 T-shirt. Like, like Supreme so, or something like that. Exactly. Like you know exactly yeah. what Supreme's doing. You know. Do you make any like uh, Chinatown knockoffs? Uh, yeah, so, oh, we can't say that. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 
It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> but we have some. But we have some yeah. purses in the back if you want to buy <laughs> some Fuji purses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. So you get so you get in and yeah. So so I know we started talking about the business and how how it operates and uh, um, you know how, some of the how you gain success. But there, so there was a point where you you increased. You were at one, and then you said you had four or how many was it? You like uh, one, you, you went, went from to, one to eight. One to eight, yeah. right? And then you're like, Whew. were you able yeah. to breathe a little bit? Uh, there was a return to normalcy. Yeah. And, you know, what, what's crazy is where we are today, I would have never fathomed it. You know, you, yeah. you could dream it. You, you could you want it. You got a it. podcast in your meeting If you were to tell me this is what I would have... Yeah. It would have morphed into. Yeah. Uh, or, I'm going back to law enforcement. Yeah, <laughs> it, no, I had no idea. Uh, and so, like, it was, it was cool. Yeah. And then the next fiscal year, we went up to 14 agencies, so we almost doubled. Um, and and then I thought that was it. I thought I thought that was the mountaintop because you know that's when every as far I caught up on all of my finances and yeah. yeah. And so now when we're at uh, 114, I'm just like, yo. Uh, yeah, we're doing something right. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah good. and and it's it's just really cool. Now every day is a fun day to come into work. Um, I like solving problems, and so with different contracts have different problems you need to solve. So it's not so routine. It's it's exciting considering it's t-shirts at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because so, I know at some point in in business career, like when you're a startup and you get big, and then you have the big dogs in the compet and the competitors are like, hey man. They, you ever get calls of like, hey man, what? Why don't we? Can we just buy you out so you go away? Or do you have anybody that offers to take over this this business? I know uh, at one point that's yeah, that's uh, got to be true. Well, I I uh, made a, I tried to buy out one of my competitors. Whoa! Uh, actually, yeah. Um, and we have had two, two, uh, private equity firms try to try to purchase us. Um, but you know, the one thing is, is it was for a good amount of money Yeah. and I was just like, man, I'm I'm still young. If this was my one good idea, this probably (laughs) was my one good idea. If I do this, I don't think the amount of money they were going to pay me would have lasted me a lifetime. I still would have to go back to work or something. Uh So I think, I think, no, I think if you can figure it out that you sh- you should be able to figure out other like you you already know like that was a mess up this was a mess up and mm-hmm. not necessarily maybe not in in this realm but I think if once you become and you get that recipe you can apply it just tweaking certain things here and there but once you're successful you could I think I mean I might be wrong yeah but I, I know people that have done companies like a Wayne Heisenga who buys sells buys sells buys sells I think you could be good. I'm not saying to sell your company by any means. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying to do that, but I don't. I'm not saying don't sell yourself short on like this is my only. This is my one thing. No, man. No, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I had other business ventures. Like I had a ice cream shop in Plantation that is no more, mostly because of COVID. Yeah. But uh, that and I was lactose intolerant, so <laughs> I was lactose intolerant on an ice cream shop, and so it's like one thing I learned is you have to be passionate about like at least what you're doing. Yeah. And I was, and even when I started this, I wasn't passionate about it, but yeah. it, it grew on me because I became obsessed with like making sure the quality was there, and then I could appreciate a good shirt, and so now like it shows in the work. But when there's no love in it, the customer sees that very yeah. quickly. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, back to your point where, you know, when our, our company's calling us and, like, yeah, they are. And it's, like, the cool thing is the head of, you know, um, TruSpec or uh, Big Wigs at Vertex and 511, they call us. I didn't call them. 
And but and also when we do call, people return our calls. Yeah, that wasn't always the case, and I think it, it's they respect where we are in the marketplace. Yeah, um, and they see the value of partnering with us, which again is stuff that I would have never had fathomed uh, that that we would be that we would be established as that go-to company. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's, um, it's just crazy sometimes when we look at some of the shirts going out, uh, the agencies, like, you know, there's, there's jackets in the back for like NASA, spe- uh, special agents for protect, protective services. Yeah, and Space Force back there? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 space I, I cannot confirm or deny that, you know, but <laughs> it, 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 there's a lot of cool stuff in the back and, and, and again, like I, I only thought like, you know, the, the agencies everyone knows, like FEMA or yeah. CBP and things like that. And now it's all these Customs other agencies. Border Patrol, <laughs> yeah. Border Protection. Actually. They will. Okay. All right. So you you have um, you have Space Force back there. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be rocking with the Space Forces. Uh, you know, b- because of the the moon camo. Mm-hmm. There, you know, a lot of people say, "Why don't we do more marketing?" And and we're we're we have to, we're limited to what we could show because of the sensitivity of some of the things in the back and yeah this place is like fort knox every yeah. time you open a door or if you fart it's like <laughs> warning warning yeah. level two earthquake yeah. yeah and at the end of the day like man it's just t-shirts but you know it's uh there's sensitive information on packing slips guys addresses things like that oh um, yeah uh billing information uh and then if you think about the the number of age. If you go on one table and you just grab five different shirts, you could be. A, it's like Halloween. You could be whoever you want to be when you step out the front door. You could be the mailman. You could be. Uh, you could which be a, a which leads officer. me to you have a website fedsapparel.com. There is a prompt that if you try to buy certain things, it's like put in your credentials. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's not just a little pop up. That is like very serious. Yeah. Um, they do. We we do have a team that just verifies the active employment of the order. So people are like, "Oh, I was a, I was retired from that agency." It's like, "Yeah, we don't care." It clearly says active right. personnel. Yeah, I just want to buy like a souvenir shirt. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not a, it's not a gift shop, and yeah. uh, that ha- a lot of people do get in trouble for making uh, attempts at making purchases, and they do get investigated by the respective agencies. What about wow. FBI big letters, but in the says female. Booty inspector, or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that tourism uh, shirts? Yeah, we well, we, we, we don't shirts. Yeah. yeah we don't have those in the back. We have yeah. the real FBI letters in okay, the back, okay, but uh, yeah, yeah, you don't you don't want to have to you don't want their smoke. I don't have one yeah. of those shirts <laughs> just in case my wife is watching. I don't have one of those shirts. You gave me one for Christmas one year, so <laughs> <laughs> I did have a shirt uh, before I became a police officer that said "Policia," but it was like black, and then it said. You know, like the white letters that say police, it's a policia. Oh, God. Is that wrong? I'm an officer. I should know that. I don't, I don't know because it's in Spanish. It seems, it seems like it. Yeah. seems like a, something wrong about it. You got dragged for wearing uh, a German police jacket in the video you did with me. Yeah. Uh, you got dragged for wearing it that. It is what it is. You know? A, it was a German officer sent me his uni- like one of his uniforms, and I wore it on a police cars episode. And they're like, why is Nick wearing a German Police. If that was in our country, you'd be investigated. Like, yeah, they were, they were, they were kind of upset. Somebody well, was well, upset. Well, now I cannot visit the Germans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you do if you saw someone wearing a policia shirt, like in your city? They have full replicas of of police cars, of city of Miami police cars, and an, another. I think they have state trooper in the UK somewhere. Some guy actually is in in 
France, and he's called the I think it's called the French police car or something, and he has replicas with working equipment over there. It's a different, it's a different. But he doesn't drive world. him. He drives yeah, him yeah, around. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I saw that on Instagram. But, but it's, what are you gonna do? Like I'm in, I'm in a German police uniform. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that was. I don't know. <laughs> you have no jurisdiction over. Here. I don't think as a, as a, you know U.S. police and and there is um, some laws that go around that you have to. Uh, be acting as that, and you that's what are that I was police. yeah I was just about to say that you're 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 trying to use it to to gain entry into something to yeah. uh you know pseudo effect an arrest yeah, or whatever yeah. you know you're just otherwise just walking around and wearing it it they're they're gonna have to really stretch and show the intent that yeah. you you know like if you have it and then you have some police lights in your car but you drive yeah. like a Honda Accord you know uh, yeah. something of that nature yeah you got to like all put it together however yeah i think like, instagram or something put look, sent me something like that look at nypd they sell nypd hats and and shirts and patches oh, yeah. and that's stuff that's true like yeah that. people walk around new york with nypd shirts it's, and stuff it's licensed they their their stuff is licensed yeah. and they they sell it and it goes the money goes into a foundation what about sarge that was on home alone wearing the miami police uh, on patch. Home Alone? Yeah, Home Alone 2. I think Home Alone 2, they're in Miami. No. Oh, yeah. They're in Miami, and he's in New York, yeah. and they're talking to a sergeant or, an, or a corporal or something like that in, at Miami. a desk in Miami, and he's got, like, the Miami. But, I mean, I'm sure there's probably 20% different. It was, yeah. like, a parody. Yeah. But it, it looked – it was the yellow round, uh-huh. and it looked just like Miami's. And, uh, and, I don't know. And we he, need uh, to get some royalties for that. Yeah. I mean, in, I mean they, would, they need to get some royalties <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. I think we're pushing up on our break. Okay. Yeah. We'll take, take a, a break. Quick break. When we get back, we're going to learn uh, how Randall was gold gloves. Ooh. Uh, he's like, bro, why are you even bringing that up? <laughs> but, yeah, bro, that's what I'm talking about. Anything goes. We're going to take mm. the gold gloves off and we're going to go at it. All right. We'll be right back. Be right back. Real quick, wanted to talk to you about Battle Warrior Coffee. Uh, I know the owners uh, personally. They're fellow law enforcement officers. I told them that I would shout them out. I've had their coffee. It is delicious. So uh, it's a veteran-owned, law enforcement-operated company originated out of Miami, Florida. It started by three Army veterans turned police officers who say coffee got them through many difficult times through their career and still does today. Their goal is to get every warrior to overcome their personal battles one cup of coffee at a time. Visit their website at BattleWarriorCoffee.com or follow them on IG at BattleWarriorCoffee. Again, at BattleWarriorCoffee. Use the code DONUT and get 15% off your first order. Or you can visit them at FedsApparel.com. They're under veteran-owned companies and Leo-owned companies. There's also a discount code there for 15% off by using DONUT. DONUT gets you 15% off. Just put DONUT everywhere you go and you get 15% off of this coffee. All right, let's get back to the show. So it's funny that uh, I think I told you I had a speech impediment when I was younger. Let's right? talk about that. This is literally how I had to get over that. They they would have me talk into a microphone, but there was like a weird like echo. I don't I don't know the science behind it. We've been back and we're now oh, we're talking capturing about all his this. speech impediment. <laughs> you keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do they do it? How do they do it? How do they do it? So I, I mean I had a really bad speech impediment. So um, from first grade uh, even to like a little bit of middle school. Um, I had to get pulled out of class every day for speech pathology therapy. Yeah. Therapy, yeah. Therapy. So um, they would make me do different things. I, and, and so, like, I would talk into the microphone. I would have these headphones on. And then it was, like, a little bit of a delay. Or I, I can't really remember now trying to look back so far. Uh, but it was one of the tools that they used to help me get yeah. over my impediment. So then uh, you mentioned boxing earlier. So, you know, yeah. fast forward to my late teens, early 20s. Um, I was boxing competitively, 
And well, hold on, I was hold doing. On. Sorry. <laughs> You're like a little kid in school. Yeah, I'm with like, a rapper. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't yeah. working. He's telling us about the boxing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Go so ahead. he had a speech impediment and he was a boxer. He was like Mike Tyson. Oh. <laughs> still is. Yeah, it it, it, it didn't take too much to get me to start stuttering and stuff. And so, oh. like, uh, yeah, uh, I would, um, when I started competing, doing a lot of weekend tournaments and a lot of hits to the head, my speech impediment actually started coming back. Oh. So now, now, crazy. now, crazy. <laughs> now when it was like, I was like, Hey, can you turn up the volume on my headset? Cause it was just like, I felt like at any second I was going to start just stuttering like PC. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this is, this is crazy. I'll eat your children. I'll murder you. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, that's Mike Tyson. Just don't get a tattoo on your face. No, no. no. Yeah. So, I only got one. So you you were gold gloves. Uh, USA boxing, yeah. USA boxing gold gloves. Is that is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, sanctioned amateur fighting. Ooh, so you're amateur gold gloves. Yeah. Ever fought professionally? Uh, I had three offers to have professionally sanctioned fights. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And it's just kind of knowing you're, where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if if it was, like, football, I was, like, college good, not NFL good. So I would have gone and just gotten knocked around and inflated someone's wind column. You oh, know, that was pretty say. much what it was. So I was not about to do that. And uh, it just – I it was one of those where I fell into boxing. It was just one of those things I was naturally good at, but I didn't want to – I had no intentions. Why of, are you naturally good at that? Uh, yeah, I got, I got a pretty pretty Whoa, long reach. Long. <laughs> His wingspan is so long. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm five nine, and my my uh, my wing, my my reach was seventy two and a half. So I, I have the arms of someone that's like six two, six three. So you can uh, keep people out. Yeah, of, just, out of it, range. it was just a really good advantage that I had. And I was like naturally very skinny. Uh, I'm still not a big guy, but you know, I'm just naturally lean. So when it came to fighting and putting muscle on i was able to put it on in like the right places t- mm-hmm. to where uh you know it, it i wasn't i, I was top in your, heavy in your and butt you could say it. <laughs> 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 that's one thing he jokes about he's like dude i do i can do squats all day long and i still have these skinny legs but my butt becomes yeah, a yeah, bubble butt. like when i was in banking um when i was in banking is when i was boxing and it was kind of weird because sometimes i'd be going to work with like a black eye or like a bruise on my forehead <laughs> you were in fight club, like, club. Yeah. yeah pretty much that's yeah. what it was like and then uh i would when i started lifting heavy weights <laughs> and I was I like because I was no longer boxing, so I didn't have to yeah. train a certain way. Yeah. So when I'm doing squats and things like that, my legs I just still have these chicken legs, but like I was getting like an ass. And then <laughs> it was just weird that I'm wearing all these foot fitted suits and I'm walking around I'm like yo, yeah, I'm, little, get, I'm getting looks for the wrong reason, you know. Tails would spread on the back of your suit jacket. The tails spread like that. It was just. Round and delicious little plump you had there. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I don't squat anymore. So, oh, you know, so funny, bro. What what's uh, what's Golden Gloves entail? Like, yeah, what, sorry, uh, what sorry to talk about your ass, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <Let's get laughs> bring it right back to Golden uh, Gloves, please. Well, so USA Boxing was uh, is it, just different ways. Uh, they're like the sanctioning groups, like you have the WBO and the IBO right. when it comes to boxing. So there's Golden Gloves, and then there's USA Boxing. Uh, my understanding, if it's still the same way, is that USA Boxing is like the qualifying pool for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you stay amateur and you go through that way, then you can work your way up with the rankings to get like uh, invited to tryouts for the Olympics. So you have to be amateur to do uh, Olympic boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxing or yeah. anything in the Olympics is amateur except for freaking basketball. What about <laughs> baseball? Baseball is 
minor yeah. league stuff too? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why uh, is that? Usually college-based guys. Yeah. It's it's usually guys from NCAA teams. I wonder where that stuff. is. Uh, it's because it. <coughs> excuse me. They they it's it's supposed to be a, a show of your natural talented people of your country kind of thing mm-hmm. um and and if you're a professional and you're getting paid for it you have different goals than what you know the up-and-comers and mm. stuff it's supposed to be that kind of a feature and then for some reason they changed it in 92 for barcelona and and, and they and, crushed and they made oh we're gonna bring in jordan, all of our ridiculous jordan superstars. magic johnson yeah. larry, larry bird, bird scotty pippen <laughs> they're like oh my lj God. yeah yeah it was, it was yeah, a great was, time um Murph. but they do that. So Golden Gloves, is Golden Gloves an award or Golden Gloves is like a division? I think it's it's another organization. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Did you have knockouts? Uh, Sorry. Because I was thinking like Golden Gloves, like a, like a baseball player, like you got the Golden Glove as a shortstop in MLB because it's you like had a championship a belt. Almost, I, I'm sure they have their own titles. Well, the Golden Gloves, is, Golden Gloves is like, it, I, I'm with you on that. What, what, how do you it's get a, it? What's it's a division. It, it's a division. Yeah, it's, it's like a, an organization. It's oh, an organization. okay. So in there or in USA Boxing, Golden Gloves. No, no, no. It's USA Boxing and then Golden Gloves. Oh, They're t- two different. Lost. Yeah. Someone yeah. in the comments helped me out. Yeah. No, that's what I, I get them now. Yeah. It's just, so it's just you, another sanctioning uh, division. It's an organization within. So it's like if you went to, you played at Pines Optimus or you played at, you know, Cooper City Optimus. Well, how do you or, get in the Golden Gloves? You just pay. To, you, you just pay. Uh, oh, to, 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 uh, I thought it was like I'm Golden Gloves. No, no, it's like anything. If you have enough money, you have to pay to sanction the fights for the refs and the judges and yeah. things like that. So, do you get paid? Uh, no, uh, you get sponsored to be able to pay for the sanctioning and mm. your training. Did you and, have to uh, do like um, you know write the lipstick on your back of the people that sponsored you? Like in some fights, uh, it was on my shorts, but there was no lipstick. Like on Go my Daddy back. or whatever. <laughs> Go Daddy. <laughs> No, I'm I'm just asking, bro. I'm just asking, like a little NASCAR out there, just punching away with all these stickers on you. No, it was it was like on my um, it was on my shirts and um, on my shorts. Were you were you more of a points guy or definitely? I I didn't. I only had like seven knockouts and like ninety fights. It was it was ninety fights. (laughs) Well, weekend tournaments and things like that, you only have three or four fights in a weekend. Oh, wow! And how many rounds? Uh, they were three three minutes. Three rounds. All right, here's the question. You ever get knocked out? No, but Whoa. I have been concussed oh. m- multiple times. Mm. So How do you? How does that... Did, you didn't fall. You didn't knock me down. No, you no, Raging no. Bull? Raging Bull? You seen Raging Bull? <laughs> no. That's a good movie. You got to see Raging uh-huh. Bull. It's in black and white, <laughs> but it's a newer movie. With, it's a newer, older movie. Along along the, the times of like... Uh, what was it? Like Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other ones that he was in? But Robert De Niro's in it. It's a bo- about a boxer. And yeah. it's good. Raging Bull. Look it up. Do it. Not not right now, but watch it. When I get home, man. Save it for Netflix. But you never got knocked down. No, I know. Not well. Not not um. Not not not, not in the ring. Not in, not in a fight. <laughs> in the ring. In sparring. Yeah. Because oh. we were doing like what back, happened then? You just go black for a little bit, right? And no, no. But what? Ha- how did that? How that happen? How oh, the guy. Catch the you guy slipping? Well, the dude was. Both times they were bigger than me. Oh. Um, and so it's just kind of you, you just want to you know to get better you go against the best right yeah. so um, you got to train harder than you compete mm-hmm. and so I was just going against bigger guys and uh, you know an extra 10-15 pounds on the other side of their fist coming at your face is, is going to oh, do yeah, it to yeah. you so oh. <laughs> do you not feel it in the face after a while 
No, you feel it every time. Like, there's been times like you you get hit here and you feel it on this side of your head, and you're like, "Man, that one hurt." Uh, yeah. You you feel your brain shake, and oh. that's. Uh, I mean, like there was one time I had a competition up in uh, Fort Pierce. Well, that's the East Coast. East Fort Coast. Pierce is the East Coast. Right? Yeah. So I was up in Fort Pierce, and I was walking out uh, to my car. And I was looking at my car, like, wow, this is a nice car, not realizing it was mine. My trainer saw me looking at it. He's like, hey, what's up? You know, what are you doing? I was like, I was just like, I'm, I'm going to go home. And he's like, how are you getting home? And I was like, I didn't know how I was getting home. Oh my and, God. But he, he started, he realized what was going on. So he was yeah. questioning me. And yeah. he knew I was standing in front of my car. And he's like, uh, I'm going to drive you home. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was still just standing there. So he like came, took the keys out of my hand. And, and it's that funny was, is that you were speaking like that. In your head, but really, like, well, we're just gonna go home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, probably. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. So he drove you home. Yeah. Made her home. That's crazy, bro. And then, and then, you know, then my uh, speech impediment starts back up. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was not, like I said, I wasn't, I was good. I wasn't great. And so yeah, I hit a couple times. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna go. Be a banker now. <laughs> yeah, I go mess around with money. You still train a little bit? Uh, no. no, 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 no. Well, not not at that level. Like you know, the gym I go to now, they have some bags out there, and so I'll go and hit the bags. And once in a while, some guy, uh, I, I go to U, uh, UFC Fit, yeah. so it's a full gym with boxing stuff off to the side. So sometimes I might spar with the guy. They'll see me hitting the bags, ask me if I want to spar, and I'll go back and forth with them for a little bit. But I'm not. I just kind of want. To, I like keeping my hands quick. Yeah, but it's like it's boxing. Like I, I know how to box like a boxer, not like a fighter. So like yeah. you know, if someone was, it's not going to be practical if I see you on the street and you want to fight me. I'm only going to know how to be trained for two points of contact versus like an MMA guy who That's has eight points of contact uh -huh. and That's I'm trying to block a, a punch and you're going to kick the side of my head. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or sweep your leg. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like out of all the martial arts, um, I like boxing, but I, I punched people and broke my hand and it's like, I don't ever want to punch somebody again. So like in practicality, if you land a good punch, there's a chance you're going to break it. It's called a boxer's fracture is actually what it's got called. One. You got one of those yeah. before? Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely the MMA stuff or anything. Or you might get one good licking, but then you're in the ground in a pretzel. And not yeah. a, and not and in a good then, way. And then, and then you're done. Yeah. Right? yeah. I would be done. Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm built like a lollipop. I don't have the legs to, 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 <laughs> to get you on the ground. So. Uh, are you fast? Are you fast with, the, with them legs? Yeah. 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 I... I I race the staff here once in a while, and yeah. so I'm not beating them anymore. Yeah. But there's also the age difference, so I just chalk up to, hey, I, if I was your age, I would beat you. But yeah. uh, <laughs> he's telling me run. I did a video at work where I took off running after a suspect, and he's like, "Yo, I didn't like, calls me up, and I even in purge calls me, like, yo, I didn't know you were fast. Like, I want to race you. How old are we, grade, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, grade? you you had a very quick step. Uh, yeah, your I first know. step, bro. That was good. I, I that's the baseball in you. Yeah. Yeah, baseball and adrenaline, and and uh, and uh, I mean, I I've so then after I competed in, in a in a stickball tournament, maybe like a month after that, and I blew both my hammies running less than I did like in that intensity. So I don't know how my legs held up because usually just the uh, the hose back up yeah, yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh! so my legs suck. I could I used to be able to run fast, but I don't know how they last. Yeah, it's like I got uh, four donuts on a on a car on a sports car. 
You put, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't go over 60 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, Your legs say don't go over 10 miles an hour. Yeah. Like I, I had to stretch the last time I raced. Um, this, this kid's like maybe 19, 20. Yeah. And, and so he, he beat me and he was wearing Crocs. Uh, but they're in deceptive. My, in my defense, yeah. he was wearing shorts and I was wearing BDUs that day. It wasn't the most and you flexible had weights in your pocket. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, so, yeah. and he beat me cold. He saw me stretching. He was laughing. I was like, "Yo, you're not going to stretch." He's like, "No." And then just took off on me. Crazy. So uh, I do recall, and I, this is a weird transition because we're talking about sports and running, and then you said you were at a park in a football game or something, and then you got tied up and you were part of an arm <laughs> robbery or something. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you said yeah. something along the lines of that, and I just wanted to touch because I know we didn't, uh, know we weren't able to get that story out, and I want to touch on that because it's a you uh you know you were boxing you went to plantation high right south south plantation oh oh yeah. oh oh my bad dog yeah. plantation and south plantation two different high schools yeah yeah so. yeah you were palladian right pa- paladin <laughs> so uh um you got tied up and not in a good way yeah so um i i'll preface it by i always like money Right. Yeah. So, whoa, um, this is this is getting yeah, weird. Uh, <laughs> Wait, whose robbery was this? <laughs> yeah. Essentially, is there a video of this? No, no, somewhere floating around on the internet. No, no, no. I mean, this is like back got, when you got uh, tied up. I you only 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 yeah. had flip phones back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah that's uh, right. Those were so, good days. Pretty much every weekend, I we we would go to the local park in my neighborhood and just pay pick up football for hours with a bunch of different kids in the neighborhood. Um, so what I didn't know. And I think, like, the neighborhood, like, the city league was always on Saturday. Like, Saturday night is when they the, they would play. So we would start in the afternoon, and then we just kind of continue to play pickup with the kids at night. Um, tackle or? Uh, tackle, yeah. Yeah, tackle, yeah. So, no pads, right? No, nah, just street ball. Yeah, you know? yeah. So good, good old days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what I didn't know is that one of the kids, w- uh, a few of the kids would always go and check the open cars at the time and Pulling you know handles, th- this yeah. is back when there was um you know tom tom gps's magellans yeah. and like yeah. uh, digital cameras and stuff so they were stealing that i swear to you both i didn't know okay uh okay <laughs> you preface the 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 story about i i used to like money you know, i i still do okay but so i didn't know that they were that they were um stealing these these uh, electronic devices. Yeah. Um, and then the following week, this is again in the morning now, uh, no, in the afternoon, um, we're playing football like we always do. Oh, wait, wait, let me, let me back backtrack. I was buying the electronics from these kids. <laughs> and flipping them. Uh, and I was flipping them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, which, dealing. Which I... Where, okay, now I want to know, where did you sell these? Uh, exactly. I, <laughs> yeah, a, I had, didn't know. He had a I store didn't. called Best Boo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was, you know, uh, really to just kids at school, man. It, uh, it was just some holes I, in your story. Here, I didn't so, know. Like, I'll stop pressing. I didn't know. Right? <laughs> I, you're you're painting a very bad picture. I didn't know. All right, all right. Uh, but so then, um, the next Saturday we're playing football like we always do, and there was a Fort La- There still is a Fort Lauderdale police substation at that park so seeing cop cars come in and they go over there it was like it was routine so <laughs> you see one over there and then two and then we're on the field you see like another one at one corner another one at another corner 
And then we were just like, we were like, oh man, something's going on so over there. You were getting a perimeter set yeah. around you. <laughs> Next thing we know, uh, three cops start walking up to us from like around the corner of the building, which we couldn't see. And they just tell us all to like sit on the grass. And then um, they start, you know, they they go through all of our stuff. And, and then here comes out the zip ties. And and then, you're, 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 you know, you're, I'm in middle school. No, I'm like either middle school or freshman in high school and i'm just trying to not cry and be cool in front of my friends <laughs> yeah uh but i'm like man what did i i didn't do it well first it was just confusion and then it turned out like they're like oh you know you you guys are all stealing yeah. and and um then I, that's when i started like being a little i can't say the the, the word i want to say but I, I started crying in front of my friends <laughs> uh and then I guess one of the cops, uh, they knew who was doing because I guess they were watching them yeah. the, the, the week before. So uh, the cops, they kind of like let me go. And that's when after that day, I got like scared straight. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go get a job now. And so that was when <laughs> I, my first job was. Um, Did you bury all your pizza. old uh, GPSs? <laughs> no, no, I yeah, actually. You know, I, the, I, the I, water? As an entrepreneur that I am, I sold through my he inventory. He was out of business. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going out of business sale. <laughs> <laughs> Cops pushing me out of business. And, and yeah, and then what's f not funny, not funny. And then they started used to park the. Um, like the MRAP outside, it was like neighborhood watch, or they, there was like a sign next to it that was like protecting the neighborhood or something that they would put on it. And I think it was because of um, my group of friends, not me and my group of friends, yeah. but my group of friends. So I thought you got tied up though, didn't you get tied up? Yeah, no, they, they did, they zip tied all of us, zip tied, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I remember something about robbery and then saying you got tied up or something like that. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I was, like, I, like I said, I was not going into the cars, I had no idea, uh -huh. uh, I have no recollection. So when your friends brought you these electronic devices yeah did you say hey where did you get these Their from parents were trying to get rid of them i i didn't ask questions <laughs> okay. okay and and in hindsight right uh, like in and and i i i really didn't know and it was just kind of like i didn't not to say i didn't go out much but like i we didn't even have cable at the house you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. i was just like i i call it i was innocent to the to the fact and I just had the cash, so they would come and sell them to me, and then I would flip them and I would buy more. And so that's how that happened. <laughs> uh, and and then I was just, I was just pushing them at school, oh but it turned out it was it ended up being like a little ring. And I and I was like looking back at it now, I was like, how was I so stupid to know yeah. that they weren't stolen? Yeah. Um, they but, didn't come with any power cables or anything. Yeah, or no, a box. no instructions yeah. or anything. You know, how do I use this? I don't know. <laughs> just figure it out. Because it's not like there was a. You know, I mean, he's younger, but it's not like there was a Google Internet as, yeah. as easy to find instructions. I, I, <laughs> I only stole, and I'm a little uh, on here, um, in fifth grade. Yeah. Fifth grade, I stole something. So to bring it back to, like, mm -hmm. middle school when you wanted to be cool. The uh, pencil fighting was huge. Oh, yeah. Remember pencil fighting? You would take the pencil, boom, and you hit the other person's pencil, and then they would hold it like this. You know? You know that no, guy? You're, no, you're okay, showing so, you. Really? So basically, you, you get a pencil... You hold their tip to eraser, and the other person flicks it, bam. boom, and they flick the pencil. They try to break it. If they don't break it, it's your turn, then you go, bam. So there was Huskies. There was Pentex. Pentex. There was Rubbers. Remember Rubbers? That were like the number twos that were really like yeah. hit it once. It oh, yeah. You could sucked. just, yeah. Um, so there was all kinds of different pencils. So I was like really into pencil fighting, and uh, I didn't have that many pencils. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start going around these open desks because there was a whole bunch of 
pencils around the classroom. Ooh. So while they're at recess, I'd be like, I'm going to the bathroom real quick. Pilfer. The teacher, and I would just take all the pencils. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. But the pencils was just a gateway. What a freaking caper. Yeah, the pencils was just a gateway because it became scissors and glue. I was like, all about that life. Crazy glue smith and Nick. And the thing is, I wouldn't even do anything. I would pencil fight with the pencils but i wouldn't do anything with the other stuff yeah, yeah. but i wouldn't I had make a... people's art projects with the glue or anything like that <laughs> so imagine the de- imagine a desk right and it had the open mouth where you put the books in well, yeah, yeah i would put the books in not all the way on one side so in the back would be my my where i would store all my stash so it's like a little false little space back there but in the front it just looks like books are in there studious nick so yeah and there was this one girl who snitched me out to the class <laughs> always the girls yeah and she's walking behind me and when she walks behind me she's like excuse me mrs neves and i'm like what, what are you doing get out of here <laughs> she's get like out of here, gabby i got my pencil um i lost my pencil whatever like a week ago and i see it there in nick's desk <laughs> so and then all the kids are like like they all like get up from from what they're doing because like yeah i had a pencil stolen too hey yeah and they all start gathering around and then miss knee's like nick is that? I'm like, no, I found it. I swear, I found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then one kid's like, hey, that's my eraser. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. And she's like, what else do you have in here? And she takes the book out, and then she just dumps my desk. <laughs> Nick's empire was crumbling before him. You ever seen when Cinderella gets her dress ripped off, and yeah. they're like, hey, that's my necklace. That's my yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all going and just taken and taken and taken. So the teacher called my mom, and I was Done. Nick was just left with one Talk chewed about up. Scared straight. <laughs> Done. I never stole anything uh, before uh, after that because I was scared. My mom, the wrath of my mom, because my mom flew. I used to ride my bike uh, home, but she drove and met me at the where you unlock the bikes in yeah. the car. Get your ass home right now! I was like, <laughs> bro, the slowest pedaling home ever. Because of the sniffles. Because I was like, I didn't want to make it. I didn't want to try to delay it. You know, walking a mile, walking a mile, walking a green mile. Yeah. I went there, and there was no wet sponge. I fried. She beat me. Yeah. That's when beatings were allowed. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, you, my friend, are a new daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I am. So, still... Uh, you, you believe in uh, beating uh, beating the kids? I call it... Let's call it discipline. Discipline. Yeah. I, I... Let's call it discipline. I think when warranted, yeah. You know, otherwise you're gonna have a little little uh, shit on your hands. You know, <laughs> are you gonna you have to a little <laughs> desk thief? <laughs> are you gonna put them in a corner and time out and think about what? How does this make you no, feel? Uh, no, I, here, here's the agreement made with my wife. She said I'm not allowed to do the physical disciplining. And let's be clear, as you a, have a boy. Yeah, have a boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, fine, I, I'm okay. But if I walk up to you, I'm like, yo, just just smack them right now. Just, just smack them and we'll talk about it afterwards. But just, just get that out of the way and then just take my side and believe me, the smack was warranted. So uh, he's only now 18 days old. So it's too, he's too young to just, you know, do the, the, the warranted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just smack an 18 day old. There's a threshold. They got to be on the diapers. Those are on the news. So I, I believe in, um, so it's a, there's a way to do it. I mean, you get only give one really one of those little beat downs um and then you just use that and hold it the carrot over their head yeah. whenever they're being bad and you fake like you're gonna do it because i don't like i don't like to um discipline my kids with little you know pat, like not, i don't get a belt just little smacks 
but they know that that was that time where they got their little butts whooped. So I was like, now when I get to give them that little stare, oh, or yeah, even no, a little it's finger, just, it's just a stern look, finger touch on the arm, because I got little strong fingers, like a punch of coke can. I give them the little fingers on the arm, and they're like, okay, 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 and they're like, okay, I'm yeah. straighten up real quick. I'm straighten yeah, yeah. up real quick. So it's just that fear of that might happen, but you need that fear, and I think that's important because if you don't fear consequence, right, then what happens when you go to your teacher? Right, and you get to school, and what? So what? I'm gonna get a little paper that puts me in the town care. I don't do anything to me. Yeah. My parents aren't gonna hit me. They're really, how'd that make you feel? I'm like, ah, oh, you know. And then you start learning how to scam that. Oh, I, you know, I will never do it again. They do it again. You know, you need that little fear of consequence because then after the teachers becomes now they're in the real world, and then what do you get like that? And you get what we're dealing with there on the streets. Yep. You know, slow, mm-hmm. slow progression. Walk up that ladder of of. They need a, they need a fear of consequence, and if there's no fear. That you're just setting it up for failure in the end. You're setting up the the the, the respect, the lack of respect to the elders, to the teachers, and becomes to the police, and they just don't respect anybody. So beat your kids is a PSA. Apparently, <laughs> 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 from the Donut Shop podcast. That's what it just turned into. <laughs> so no, so you're a new daddy now. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank Congrats. you. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, trying to figure out. Um, how to operate on minimal sleep that that's you know everyone makes that joke yeah. you don't you don't understand like how bad it is um yeah you have a different look in feeding, your eyes feeding like every two and a half hour two yeah. two and a half hours and even throughout the night and like there's been times because of work like you know even feds apparel like i i've had to work like 30 hours consecutively 35 hours consecutively no sleep and like you know you just pop an energy drink and you, you crash for like a few hours and you get back up. Uh, with him, there's like, he, he's messing up my quality sleep. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, like I could probably get by on five hours of sleep when I'm only sleeping like two hours here, wake up for an hour, then fall back asleep. It's like, I have no like quality sleep and it's just like a lack of rest. Yeah. And when, you know, my wife's delivery, we were in the hospital for almost a week before, because uh, we do induce. So the week, uh, we were there four days sleeping on, ho- or at least me sleeping on the hospital furniture, not getting yeah, good sucks. sleep, right? Yeah. Then he comes out, and I thought, okay, they're going to wheel him off, <laughs> and then we get to rest. And like it was like, yeah. no, it was even worse, because now the doctors are checking on my wife, they're checking on him. And ever since then, now we've just been on his schedule. Yeah. And I, my sleep has not been the same since the week before he even came out. Like, and to make matters worse, you cut out caffeine. Oh, yeah, I cut out caffeine. He doesn't yeah. drink coffee oh, anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was on like two to three Celsius a day um, yeah. between just waking up in the morning, crashing, I need one by the afternoon, and then you know, I got to go to the gym, need another pick-me-up to yeah. get my workout in. Um, and so like that, but... I actually kicked the caffeine before he even came. Okay, so that made so it yeah, yeah. But that's probably why I'm even more like just defeated all the time. Uh, like, is it's even, the worst is like you know you're cleaning them, and then they piss again in the clean diaper, and then they crap in the, the other one. It's like three, four diaper changes in the same session. I'm just like, bro, it's it's four a.m. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at my clock, and I'm like, I, I'm doing the math of how much sleep I have until I have to, or I can get until I have to wake up again. Um, and so yeah, if I just want to ship him off. Why'd you? <laughs> you know, like, why'd he's you, trying to calculate what he's about to say. I don't want to sound I, like a I, I, douche right I, now. I love him. Yeah. I and I love my wife. I also love my sleep. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, why'd you kick caffeine? Uh, 
so I mean, I just with like heart, the history of heart condition in my family, uh-huh. it just wasn't ideal. Um, and then uh, one thing I didn't know uh, is caffeine can uh, mess up your how your body like absorbs vitamin D. So mm-hmm. living in South Florida, you would think. Um, you're not going to have a vitamin D deficiency. And I was like vitamin D deficient. So I had to go get the shots in the butt and, and all of that. It was like did, so did they low. they give you medicine too? <laughs> did, did, you get the, did you get the vitamins too? <laughs> you got that vitamin D. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. We no, never no. said, hey, listen, this, uh, we're talking about medicine here. I don't know what anyone's yeah. talking about. Well, yeah, it, it, it was just the shot, and that was it. Yeah. And and because it, it was like so low. It's a little prick. Yeah. It was like so low. They, they're they like, you can't even take like a supplement. Like, I don't know if they really just wanted to give me the shot or they, like I really couldn't use the pill. Yeah. But it was like somehow like the, the I was taking in like three to 400% of my daily caffeine intake, and like that somehow affects how your body absorbs um, vitamin D. Huh. And so, like, that was one reason. I don't know how important that was, but it was more so because of, like, the health uh, history. Yeah. And then the dependency. Like, I needed it to to be awake. I feel you, bro. And so now I kicked it. It's like, I guess I got natural energy now, so I'm just trying to rock with that. Um, Cool. But I was embarrassed to admit what I do. And it's something along the lines of that. But three Celsius. (laughs) That's it? (laughs) Uh, Cuban coffee, you know the colada, yeah, the little mm-hmm. shot. I drink a whole one in the morning immediately. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, Imme- I used to. Immediately after, I have uh, an energy. I call it an energy, but it's like a pre workout to get me going. A pre workout, yeah. Just- and then when I'm done with that, I have a Celsius. And then for lunch afterwards, I'll have either Celsius or another energy workout. And then when I come home, I have a whole colada again. Do you not get heart palpitations while you're doing wow. all that? I like- think if I was to stop. That my heart would just stop. Mm-hmm. It, it needs it to to get to average rate. Uh, to so get you're it a junkie. Average, yeah, yeah. I, it's a, it's incredible because as soon as I stop, I'm like, I need something. Yeah. And I take another. One. It's, it's really bad, but I'm I'm in it right now. And, if, and if you did, I got it, too you, much you going get, on. You would get stop. like a migraine if you would, like did not. No, I just I just don't wake up or I'm really tired. Yeah, or, you just fall. I remember when you were doing that. Yeah, yeah when you were just kind of. Yeah, I, 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 so it is. I'm, I feel like if I stop, I can't stop because if I stop that, then I can't. I'll, be, I'll suck at everything that I'm doing. I got so much stuff going. It's a, it's a, you know. So when when did it? When, when do you think it started? Like your caffeine dependency? Like mine started in college when I was still like working and going to school. Oh, this is therapy now. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's been, <laughs> it's been a while. I, you know, I always needed. I always. I'm a guy who always needs to uh, outdo whatever I'm doing. So if I was little, I'd ride a bike for a little bit and say, you know what? I want to build a ramp because this bike is boring now. I want to jump this ramp. I want to make this ramp higher. I want to ride faster. So I was always going up. So that that transfers into like, if I'm drinking uh, beer or something, I'm not going to have one. I'm going to have this whole (laughs) six pack. And I'm going to chug them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, let's do a shot. Oh, what kind of shot we're doing? Oh, that little shot. Let's do 151. Light it on fire. Yeah. I'm doing like shots of Bacardi 151. Uh, This is back in the day. I don't do that now. I, I wouldn't wake up if I did that now. But, uh, but so it's like, oh, I'm drink some wine. I have a glass of wine. I have a whole bottle of wine. You know, so I'm that guy. So when it overachieving, went, yeah, I'm always mm-hmm. like, I want to, I want to tr- try it. I don't know if this, there's a diagnosis for this or, but anyways, the coffee started. I didn't even like Cuban coffee. I didn't like coffee. 
And I started working in Miami police. Uh, this is, you know, way long time ago. I don't know. I don't work there now, or maybe I do. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> an agency in Miami. Yeah, there you go. I started working at a police department in Miami, and I, I tried cigars, and I tried Cuban coffee, and uh, still do it to this day. And Cuban coffee became, wow, this is, this is pretty good. And, really, and I drink a whole thing of colada. I'm like, wow. And then I need another thing of colada for lunch. And then this thing, I'm like, man. Oh, this you're drinking the whole styrofoam cup. The whole not styrofoam the mini, cup. Like that you would make like 15 minis out no, of. No, for no, the no, whole no, crew. no, 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 no. That's your treat. And you're, everybody's like, oh, thanks. And then, you know, no, Thank, no, no, fuck exactly. you. Exactly. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I drink the whole thing. I, oh, I fill up geez. a, I fill up a, a, a mug. Shop mug yeah, and I I'll drink do it. the same yeah. with actual. Wow. With wow. yeah, no, no regular coffee. It's just espresso. so for those that don't know, it's it's rocket fuel in itself. Yeah. When it's in a the small white shot glass, yeah. You know the the thimble basically, and he's drinking the full one. Would that you, you down usually it? share? Would you like down the entire? No, thing I drink it like a regular cup of coffee, like yeah. driving to work, and I'll just sip on it. It's so, just a large amount of espresso. So the, the uh, Cuban coffee, it was great. I'm a police officer, so I can't do any illegal substances. Mm-hmm. However, I was like, let me try some of this uh, amino energy is what I drink now. Uh-huh. And, it, and it has, it's the cleanest, dirtiest drink that you can have. It's not like has herbal tea and herb, like herbs in it and stuff. I, I had to do the research because I can't drink this other stuff because it has weird chemical stuff. I'm probably going to die after. But I've been drinking that for well, at least 10 years oh. on top of my coffee habits. Is it a pre-workout? or It's amino energy. I don't know. It's not really no. considered a pre-workout. It's like uh, energy and amino acid delivery. I'm probably doing something. I'll find out in like 10 I years take, what happens. I take, I take amino pills. Yeah. But like like before workout, not to say pre workout, because that'd be more like an energy thing, uh, you know, by normal terms. But uh, yeah, it's just it it's just a faster way to get your aminos rather than eating a protein bar and having your body have to digest mm-hmm. it. You take the amino pills, and then the aminos are supposed to help with your muscle regain and yeah, and, and help with soreness and stuff. So like I take it before and then after I work out, and uh, so that way it's digesting. While I work out, so it's going to the muscles, and then after I work out, it's helping repair the muscles. I don't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just drinking these aminos, man. Well, it actually explains a lot now, because yeah. like, when I first met you, uh, when I first met Nick, I didn't even know that we were going to be recording. He just came in with the camera, and then when the camera was off, he still had that same energy. I was like, yo, this guy's like always on. Mm-hmm. Now that I know, it's just yeah. fueled by caffeine. Just like juiced, baby. <laughs> I'm just juice. I'm a caffeine head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a it is it becomes an addiction. I don't um I mean, I'll go mo- some mornings where I'm just maybe too lazy to go out and make coffee and and I get about my day, but I definitely have like a routine for work. Like no, I have I, can't, I, can't I have these ones in the fridge out in the garage that I get the can and it's a uh, La Colombe or whatever and it's it's like a latte. And so I drink that, that's my drive and then when I get in the office then I brew a coffee and stuff, but I I think I drink it just cuz I like it. I like the flavor or whatever. Um definitely towards the the evening you know like my wife will be like oh, i don't want a coffee but sometimes i'll feel like drained or whatever and i'll stop at starbucks on the way home and get a and get a cold brew or something and and that that does pick me back up so i find in the afternoons it definitely picks me back up but my ritual in the morning is almost unnecessary no, except do. for the fact that i like a nice warm coffee in the morning I can't. I, need uh, well, to start. I think you think that until you try to stop. And like, damn, I need it. <laughs> like, that's well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, we might be on vacation or doing something, and or something happened, and I don't get it. Oh, yeah. And I don't get the headaches oh. that guy or anything like that. 
before we take a break, I was actually going on vacation. I, I take it even. I take the amino energy stuff. At one point, I was taking the entire cafecito machine, the espresso machine, in in the <laughs> luggage too, because the <laughs> hotels didn't. They only made regular coffee, and I want this espresso stuff. So I would take it in the hotel room and make it. But you can see wow. this on a vlog where the amino. The bit had a big amino thing with powder, white powder in there, and it blew up in my bag. It like it, somebody threw yeah. it, and I got to California, and then all my oh, clothes, sucks. everything, the oh entire bag was just my travel bag was just it, not my travel bag, my luggage, full of that stuff. Oh and then it was it was uh it's like a it's, the, it's like a huge duffel bag. It was a baseball bag that I had in college, but a huge duffel bag, and it had a little hole on the, one of the oh. edges because it was worn. So the white powder. Was oh, coming God. out of the bag. Oh, it was okay. like all up and down the bottom of my bag. So I have the bag. I didn't notice that. Every time you shift, there's like a cloud that comes. <laughs> oh my God. I put it on my. I put it on my. You, were you wearing this pineapple wearing, shirt? Yes. Now you see where I'm going. I'm walking around, man, and I'm walking around the, the airport like this, man, with a bag <laughs> with white powder coming out. Totally man. a character oh. in somebody else's video yeah, that they're saying, making. Mike. So he, so uh, well, <laughs> tell actually, me you're from Miami. Yeah, when but, you're yeah. not from Miami. <laughs> so Ramos goes, "Oh, dude, where'd you get that bag from?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's my old baseball bag." And he's like, "Oh man, this thing still got chalk on it because you know they have white lines on the on the baseball field. The chalk thing still got." So I'm like, "Chalk on it," and I didn't get it, and I just kept walking. And then I was standing in the elevator. I looked down, and I'm like, "What? The, what is this, bro? What is all this?" And I open it up, and it was just so everything, bro. Oh just imagine like a powder donut or cookie, and yeah. just things just, yeah. just all every everywhere. Oh Not just on the God. tops, in the in the collars, everywhere. Yeah. Just went to a laundry, went to a laundry uh, shop, and washed it all off there. It was like first oh stop. Laundry shop and just washed all my clothes again. And I vacuumed. I got the hotel. I got their vacuum and I vacuumed the inside of my bag. <laughs> oh my! God. We're gonna take a we're gonna take okay. a quick break because I want to get back to how we how we met, how we got here. Yeah. And then uh, and then like the mantra, what what you guys live by here at Feds. All right, okay. let's take a quick break. Quick break. All right, bye. Bye. What's up, Podcast Land? It's Justin here. Thank you very much for streaming and listening to these podcasts over on all the podcast apps. We really appreciate it. For those of you that may be listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can, go out to the front of it and throw some stars up for the donut shop and uh, maybe even write a review. We appreciate it. Uh, we love doing this, and we're going to have a lot more great shows coming up for you in the Back from Brzeik. Yeah, good break. My boy Randizi. Oh. No really caffeine. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry for you that have your earbuds in listening at home. Um, we let's wrap this up, huh? Last segment. Want to talk about how we got here? How how the heck did we get here? And kind of like your, it's kind of like your mantra of the um, this twofolds. Another reason, another thing we're going to talk about. It's kind of like your mantra for the business, and kind of like your. I don't know how how to say it. Like you guys just have a good aura here, and you're putting good out into into the community, especially the law enforcement community. Like what we're talking about, you have all these federal agencies, and you do some local stuff uh, agencies, but more so your big contracts are with federal agencies. But you're always giving back, linking up with smaller agencies, uh, just to put stuff out there. So I want to talk about that too. Because I think it's good. I know you don't do it for the for the clout. You don't do it because you know this. It, it's gonna bring you tons and tons of business. Because you tell me it's like there's not really gonna 
I'm not really yeah. getting anything out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to I want to speak uh, on first on how how we linked up because I know I, I got a I think it was from your assistant or somebody called me. Was yeah, talking the about uh, we the um, web team. Yeah, the, the girl that used to spearhead the web team. Uh, she also did a lot of the marketing and the SEO and everything on the website, and so. Uh, I think she stumbled upon search engine optimization. Yeah, uh, she <laughs> she she yes, stumbled upon the good. podcast, and then went down that rabbit hole. And then we found out you were the you were the the running man guy. And yeah, yeah, we were like we were like, oh wow, they're local. Like we you know when we first saw your podcast, we didn't know you were two South Florida guys. Um, and and so we were like, we have to figure out a way to do something. And so initially, we thought you guys were doing like ads on the coffee ads and things like that. So we're like, all right, let's get some ad space on there. Um, And then after we finally met, because it was, you know, we met during, we were DMing during quarantine. So when we finally meet, then it just turned into, you're in the building, you know? Um, But it's kind of like just putting our mouth or money where our mouth is. And it's just, how do we, give back to the profession and also kind of like help guys, you know, like, like, you know, you heard my story where it's like, you know, I went through absolute shit leaving the stability of a, of a paycheck. So it's like, what do, what do, what do we do as a company to kind of pay it forward? And so, we, you know, we kind of looked at, um, the law enforcement owned business products or veteran owned business products that we allow people to host on feds apparel for free. Uh, you could put it in our, showroom for free you uh we and you're not taking any anything. Uh, nothing no yeah. you just they could put it on and and just we facilitate the the sale yeah uh we have a lot of eyeballs on our website every day and it's uh, you know the good thing is is because of who we service it's automatically like a nationwide rollout every time you know it's all 50 states u.s territories so just put them on there and then we see how we could help them with, with just sales and foot traffic yeah. and cool. uh we we have a handful of companies um you know people could always go onto the website in the contract contact us form and then submit their products and then we just put it on our website we could store it in our warehouse for free do warehousing and logistics and shipping and fulfillment for them or they could just put it here uh it's more of a, on a consignment basis so we don't buy any of the inventory that's really the only catch we just don't buy any of the inventory they turn over the inventory to us and then we just turn around and sell it and then we cut them a check at the end of every month yeah. so that I mean that's one way that you're doing you're, you're yeah. giving back um, the fire truck too. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. You have yeah. a you went out and bought a fire truck. We did a video on YouTube. If you guys aren't uh, familiar, a little teaser. We're, we're gonna do a full video when it's all yeah. completed. And well, I have yeah. it just yeah. a, uh, we kind of just yeah exactly. We ran down the fire truck and everything. But there's a whole there's a whole um, plan for it where you're gonna put in state of the art lights uh, and then uh, a keg system in there mm-hmm. and a slushy machine mm-hmm. system yeah. in there because you want to lend this this out um, and you have a certain plan for it, right yeah so the, the idea behind it is um to bolster any community oriented policing unit in the south florida area so if there's any event uh that they have or any time they're out and interacting with the community they and, it, and it's not booked they could just come and take it the only thing we do for free is we put all the slushies on it and then you know there, it does have beer uh it's six taps on there and then, you know, if there's an FOP or a PBA or even the fire benevolent, benevolent. Ben, there we go. Yeah. See, the, my speech impediment yeah. almost came back. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they, you take it out and they could, they could use, do beer sales with it and use it for free. And then it has a, it has a sound system built into it so the DJ can plug in or someone just tether to the Bluetooth. 
Um, and it's a legit fire. Yeah, truck. it's actually a pure ninety-seven Pierce pumper. Yeah, so you have to, you need a CD, CDL to drive it, yeah. which is why they would also have to come and pick it up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, again, it's just again putting our money where our mouth is, and if we say we're going to do something, then we I, I feel like we're not doing it to get business because that may, we make zero money off of that. But like I mean, we were talking about. Um, uh, right before the break, during during the break, like the the hurricane on the west coast, yeah, 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 yeah. I just hit. Like so, my story with that is like Hurricane Wilma ripped the roof off of my childhood house. Yeah, we were left with literally nothing. Uh, the clothes on our back, because all of our other clothes had water damage and mold and all of that. And so, in Fort Lauderdale, uh, my parents owned a preschool, Children's World South. A little shameless plug there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, the, post the hurricane during the recovery efforts, you know, we had. The, the thing is, the preschool is a part of the community. It needed to be open, so parents had a place to leave their kids, and they could go back to work. So we actually were sleeping in one of the classrooms because they had power. And then in the morning, put everything in the car. Uh, and no, no, the staff didn't know what the, we were going through as a family or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, I would always see my mom giving extra food from the school because it's all catered to the families and i was like man we don't have anything we literally have nothing yeah and she's still giving things away so you know fast forward now to where i'm in a position where you know i have enough thankfully with with the company and everything i was like what am i doing to pay it forward like how my mom did and so that that's just for me a full coming full circle moment cool uh you know we used to cut checks all the time to different nonprofits and charities and you know there's that argument how much money uh, if you give a hundred dollars how much of that hundred actually goes to the people where if we were to cut a hundred dollars to an organization uh uh, you know one of your agencies that goes right into the community so uh, that's when we started buying things like turkeys and and book bags or just giving money to shop with the cop and and all of that goes directly into that it's a little bit more of an organic fit for the business because we're partnering with the agencies that we uniform and you know business has come out of it but that wasn't the purpose that's just who we are and what we want to do yeah and that's the immediate impact we can have where this is our physical location we're not going to be in all 50 states where our, our, all of our products go but we're here in south florida so what are we doing for these agencies here and yeah. so um you know and then with everyone that's everywhere else you know they they're more than welcome to go onto our website submit the um request to have their products sold on our platforms then we'll do that and uh, everyone else can go on there and then buy from those those guys and you know you're, you're it's going right back to you know if you guys had a side business or even here with the podcast being in the building is uh, you know it's a like a uh, good there's good synergy uh, yeah. with all of that yeah. so uh, actually uh, now that we have a location that's not my house mm-hmm. i would like uh, maybe I don't know, figure out a schedule where we can get a, a little live audience in here in, in, um, in the showroom out there and then kind of like just listening in, maybe have a speaker out, you have some drinks going, you know, mm-hmm. at a grand old time, you know, breaks yeah. are breaks, put some music on, hang out. I think that would be cool once once we really uh, dig in and get get our, our roots in, in here. Right now, as you see, the, we're, we're working with it. We got that drape here. We don't know what it is. This whiteboard, it reflects back, so we like, let's put a drape over it now. But we're gonna we're gonna design this out. Maybe keep the table. Maybe put some couch in here. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Different stuff. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But uh, we're gonna grow and we're gonna grow together. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. And I'm ex- I'm excited. Yeah. And you know what? I think it was. Um, it's big to to let go of something that we built. Literally, we built yeah. it in our in the you know yeah it's a garage, but it it was something that was known and it was a little bit it, it was like. 
this is going to be tough, uh, but we feel it too on the other side that we're like, hey, man, this is going to be a good relationship in this. Yeah. You, you're, you're not out for the, the wrong reasons because I'm very much into uh, reading people and, and what, okay, what, are they, what are they trying to get from whatever we got going on? And it's just like, no, no, man, this is, I, I really think this is cool. So come on, come on down and use whatever you need. So and and your AC is really cold. <laughs> so uh, uh, so thanks for having us in the building. And the last thing I wanted to speak on real quick is that you're you're not only doing this stuff with law enforcement, but you also have something where you want to, where you are mentoring um, people that are trying to do what you did and and trying to stop them or help them from making a mistake that you did and some of the mistakes that you did to help you get to this point. Maybe you can curve that. Yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, every, every when when someone's successful, I think all they do is talk about their success. They don't really talk about every, the struggles. You know, no one shows that on Instagram, right? It's yeah. always, oh, look how good my life is. Oh, look yeah, at my yeah. vacation. Look at all this. And so uh, I, the first thing I always say when people, they come in here and they look a little wide-eyed because they're seeing all this stuff and, and they're like, man, I want to do the same thing. I'm like, yeah, no, you don't. Like, this yeah. is what, I, and, and you know, everyone's story is going to be a little bit differently. Hopefully, they don't have to go as low as I did to to get to the point. You know, the 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 guy before, what was his name? Garrett. 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 Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't have that. Yeah. Uh, he, but my situations were different. But yeah. is if we could help people, um, you know, we know one thing very well, and that's how to sell to the government. And, or and and then factoring, I, I guess you could say I know a little bit of business now. So yeah. if I any type of insight I might have on product or things like that, then we we do I do mentor like a there's a organization called Score. Uh, can't remember the acronym, but I'm I'm a, a part of the Broward chapter. So I mentor um, other small business owners and things like that. And then with the products that we have that we sell on the platform, we invite those guys to come in. Uh, once a month and they can, they can meet with our, the entire, uh, our, my contract, call it the business team, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the, myself, my, my vice president, the, my contract specialist, and also my finance guy. And we could just give them whatever insight that we know. We know one of them knows e-commerce very well, uh, how to build that and, and what things you need to be with like Google and all the search engines. And then I'm sure there's some dimes you could drop from a social media perspective whenever. And it's just giving them all the tools to where they don't have to spend the money to find that out. They, they could just kind of take some of our experience and our advice and then build off of that. And who knows, they could, they could, hopefully they'll be better than us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I know anything, this guy's really, really good at also putting people in contact with each other and linking them up. Yeah, even in my baby shower, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's introducing <laughs> me. Hey, man, this guy would be good. This guy's the, the director of this, and he does this for that and this. And I think you could do a video with him. You should showcase their their cars and this and that. And that. Hey, man, I'm just here to celebrate your baby, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, meanwhile, my mom's like... I'm not my mom. My my wife is like Randall. Come on, we have to play this game or whatever. Like bobbing for pacifiers. I'm yeah, wait yeah. time. I'm time. I'm like, hey, you guys talk. I have to go play a stupid game real quick. Yeah. You know, be right back. No, but he's really good. He always call. He always calls me. He's like, hey man, I'm about to have this huge meeting. Uh, what do you think? You think maybe down the road you want want to do something? Because I'll just you know I'll, I'll just drop your name in there and get you uh, get you a police car or something. And I'm like. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's good to go. Whatever, whatever you got, whatever you got. Yeah, I mean, this upcoming year, I'm not doing. I, I'm not doing anything operationally. The, the, the rest of the guys are taking that over, um, and I'm just going and doing more of the like networking and the outbound, the kissing hands, shaking babies on behalf of the company mm-hmm. type type deal. And, <laughs> Let's flip them. Wait, what did I say? Kissing <laughs> hands, shaking babies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys are good. Shaking hands, kissing babies. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, shook a baby in the air. For you who's listening in podcast land, I was shaking the baby yeah, in the yeah, air yeah. and kissing That's, I mean, but sometimes you just you switch those up on purpose. And you know. I thought he was doing it on purpose, but yeah. it was so funny because yeah. I know he I know did it for me. real. No, I did it for real, yeah. yeah. Well, I, ho- uh, I hope we have you... Um, on oh you were saying you were gonna shake uh, baby's hands yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna like go that. home and shake my baby no yeah, I'm joking yeah. so uh, <laughs> I'm glad to have you on I'm glad you're in the one of the first you were supposed to be the first but you know time purposes you didn't, you weren't available so uh, one of the first podcasts of, of 2023 appreciate it yeah yeah so um, you're definitely gonna be back in one way or another because I actually want to incorporate this year I want to see if we can get another angle put them at the bar because there's a cool bar back here and uh, we'll have somebody back there just kind of like. A cutaway with with a commentator or laughers like whoa, <laughs> the old guys from studio the audience laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, Jay, you got anything? No, I'm good. <laughs> nice and quiet. Randy, got anything? No, I'm good. Oh, you guys are you guys are good clo- to, great closers. Good to be back. I mean, what, do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I don't know. Good to be back. All right, we'll see you on the next one. That's right. There will be another one. All right, we're out. All right, bye. Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040.